Welcome to Pretty Unlimited. My name is Anna. It's been Anna for a few podcasts now. I'm tired of saying my name. <laughs> was, it, was, but, it, was it Anna before the podcast? It is. Actually, I got I, I got nostalgic on Twitter and I put, my name is Anna Banana. Oh boy. But don't let nobody else call you. You know what? And I was kind of disappointed because nobody on Twitter said Fee Fi Fofana. And I was like <laughs> expecting at least one of my friends to go there. And none of them did. I think nobody watches my Twitter. So, Are they not real friends is the real question. Well, I'm friends with you. You didn't say it. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I, I'm at the point now where I'm on Twitter to retweet. But if I don't see it, like I'll go on a spurt. Like I'll be on Twitter for three minutes, four minutes. And then I won't be on for like three hours unless I'm like retweeting, like specifically retweeting something. Yeah, I, I think I redid my thing. Like it's only me and a banana, something like that. <laughs> I was totally expecting a FIFA fan and nobody did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I had to grow up with that and you, I was gonna constantly. Say, you didn't like it. No. And my grandmother, I don't know why, called me Anna Banana Pineapple Alberon. And I don't know where that came from. It was like, and I don't know. Did you like pineapples as a kid? Not especially. Did you like have a thing for yellow? No. Maybe she was just. She was probably still drunk. I was she was say, always maybe, drunk. Maybe she was just drunk. I bet she drunk. There you go. Okay. So, uh, we kind of uh, talked about this in one of the other podcasts. Yes. Um, Technically, it was the last podcast, but I don't know when we're gonna how what order we're gonna upload these. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, so uh, we did in a previous podcast our ten best, our ten favorite songs each mm-hmm. of songs with a rap verse in there. One hundred percent. Okay, and so now we're each gonna do our top five for a total of ten. Mm-hmm. But your top five male, then female R and B bands slash groups because not every group plays music musical instruments yeah, so. I, guess, I guess it the, the definition of band depends on who sang it yeah i actually only have in my male male versions i only have two that played musical instruments me too and females i, I have one i don't know if anyone in my female list played instruments. Well, at least we know we got one different, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I've got three bands in my mail that definitely played instruments. Okay. All right. Are we doing male or we'll female do, first? We'll do the males first. Okay. All right. So, I'll go first on this one, I guess. We should take a shot before we go. Oh. More Jack Daniels. Hello, Jack. You know, if you guys want to send us uh, any kind of alcohol, just hit us up. Pretty Unlimited at gmail.com, and I'll give you the address. There you go. All right. Who's your number five? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Swallowed it wrong. It's like lit the inside of my mouth. Uh, New edition. They're on my list. New edition for me, number five. And um, I feel like I can put like a side note of Belle Biv DeVoe and all the other solos and this and that. So, yeah, yeah. I think the one key to my list a lot of it's just who did I appreciate the most, but also it's like 
their longevity and where you know impact i think um, is a big one mine my list your list is much more educated than mine mine is who i, I like i don't know if mine is educated who gave me the songs that i i like the most but I, I i that's how i have to look at it at my number one is definitely the one i think above all is the most talented mine is just my favorite number one is my favorite my, number one is my favorite but i do think in my opinion they're the most talented and underrated Okay, that's interesting. Nice little uh, little little prelude. Um, my number five, I put Tony, Tony, Tony. I was gonna put them, yeah, but we limited it to five, and I was like, eh. I I think when I think of R and B groups, um, feels good. Anniversary, Anniversary. never rains in Southern, Southern California. California. Like they had they were just a lot of great songs. Didn't they, they do did. a song with the one chick? From In Vogue. Well, they, it was uh, Raphael Sadiq. Raphael, yeah. Um, I think it was Dawn. Dawn from In Vogue and Ali Shaheed Muhammad from A Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. I, it Ru- just didn't. Ruby something. I don't remember what the name of their group was, but they had like yeah. a, like mm-hmm. a low-key it did super okay. Group. It was fine. I mean, it was fine for what it was, but I don't think they had like a an actual hit or anything yeah i don't think it did as well as their individual their first groups did at all mm-hmm. at all but yeah i love tony 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 and Raphael. i think to this day he's still working with and on a lot of uh amazing music yeah i think he's a good writer too isn't he yeah he's, good. He's, yeah. he's a great writer great producer i think I, from what i understand i i know someone i work with said they went to see him perform like a free concert summer series thing in new york like this summer and he's still like an amazing showman, you know. He's he has this show, and then like I it can was, see that it was like the the last twenty minutes were just like him freestyling like whole songs, you know, literally like picking somebody out the crowd and like doing songs related to what they had on or whatever. Like he's just a really great showman, a real real talent. Always wanted to see Babyface. Yeah, because he's got a huge yeah. repertoire. Yeah, of songs. He's one of the few. When I made a Babyface folder years ago i was like holy shit i didn't realize it was that many songs all of the music and i, I feel like he's still doing stuff yeah I feel, um and he's one of the few who i like like black singers who sounds good with like a whole production but also just like mm-hmm. him with an acoustic guitar oh, yeah. like i don't know he's he's, he's amazing mm-hmm. number four number four cool in the gang Wow, wow. I definitely did not include Cool and the Gang. That's a good that's a good choice. Ladies Night. Uh what is it? Celebrate. Uh, Summertime Madness. <laughs> a lot of good songs. They're uh Cool and the Gang. Uh, what an amazing name for a group. Mm-hmm. Cool and the Gang. Whoever came up with I, that. I, I'm the whiskey must be kicking in because I wanted my water and I was low key about to pick up the <sighs> microphone and try to drink the microphone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I didn't include Cool in the Gang, but that's a, a, a great pick. Um, my number four was probably a number one on some people's lists, especially if they're of a certain age. Um, I put Jodeci. I, had, I wasn't going to put them on, but then when I realized as a group, mm-hmm. I relate to their type. And I mean, Casey is a fucking douchebag. Um, I think he's an addict, but I heard, I from what I understand, his relationship with uh, Mary J. Blige was also pretty trash. He was very abusive to her. Um, 
that little skinny roach looking motherfucker could sing a song though. Yeah. There are people who will tell you right now. I actually like his brother better than him. Yeah, he just had no personality. Nope. He was sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Jojo was sunglasses. Like, like he's the one playing poker wearing the sunglasses that don't need the sunglasses because he's just got a straight poker face 24-7. He's, he's the guy He's who, got resting bitch face. Facts. Just oh like my resting, gosh. But he's like the kind of guy who I think he probably feels like he isn't cool without his glasses to the point mm-hmm. where like he's probably having sex with the glasses on. You know, every time I would see them on stage or them like doing some kind of show together or something, I always felt like he was just heavy enough that it looked like he ate uh, JoJo's or Casey's uh, food. <laughs> like, because <laughs> that weird? <laughs> like, I never said that out loud. <laughs> every time I saw him, I saw because JoJo was the heavier one. JoJo was the heavier. So every brother, time I yeah. saw JoJo, it looked like he stole Casey's food and ate it, and that's why Casey was so skinny and, was and JoJo off, was yeah. a little heavier. Damn, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fucking funny. That is actually funny. All right, who is your number three? Okay, so this might... People probably think this could also be a number one. Okay. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow, that is my number three, too. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... um, Favorite Earth, Wind, and Fire song? Fuck, uh, Can't Hide Love. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, amazing. That's a, that's a great song. An amazing song. Let's Groove. Let's Groove. September. September. Yeah, they, I, there was... So many good songs. Um, I won't... Fuck it. I, I, this was a while ago. At jobs I used to work at, people, when people would realize that I had, like, a lot of music, mm-hmm. they would ask me to make CDs. Um, and I would usually do $3 for an album and $5 for, like, a CD of whatever you wanted. And I had one guy ask me for, like, a best of Earth, Wind & Fire. I'm like, yo, every song on this is amazing. Every song is fire. Like, they, I don't know what was in the water. (laughs) I don't know if they just had good drugs. I don't know what it was. You would name the one element not in the name. It's facts. But uh, they just had um, amazing music. Have you ever seen all the crazy costumes? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So over the top. Yeah, it was it was it wasn't as crazy as like uh, Parliament Funkadelic. No, but it was it was as crazy as a black band could get (laughs) for uh, for personality. I mean, because and they rode that line for me for three genres that I love mm-hmm. R&B funk and disco because yeah. I love all three of those you know I'm like a huge time. disco even though people are like shit they shit all over disco but I love I'm a huge Donna Summer fan 100% so. they, yeah they had grooves for days great stuff alright so I guess we both had, that's amazing that, that, there you go we had the same, same. number three um, that's, that's real love what's number no. two Drew Hill Wow, I would not have put them on. That's a, that's an interesting choice. Yeah, I actually um interesting choice. The one thing I think they for me that they had over Jodeci, uh-huh. cuz they were all out around the same time. Uh-huh. Was they would have some dance music in there. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and so they for me were like a Jodeci and a Black Street. So mm. combined in one 100%. in one band. 
and Beauty is my all-time favorite song. song. I had a guy dedicate that song to me on the radio. It was the last wow. time wow. ever on Power 99, Shout out to Power Philadelphia, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and he dedicated Beauty to me. Wow. And um, he never got none. I was gonna but anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, so... Um, you know, he was trying it he though. Tried it. He was he trying, trying it. it. And uh and you know, but I always love the song. I love uh uh Tell Me. Mm-hmm. Tell Me. I remember the dance from the video where they were yes, doing the pop. Hop. Yeah. Yes, the little hoppy dance. Yeah. Um and uh what's the one where he thought um I lose it after those two. He he remember uh, the he thought his girl was cheating with this guy. Um, she was cheating with another girl. Was it somebody sleeping in my bed? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good so, one. So yeah, there was just a bunch of Drew Hill songs that Drew I loved. Drew Hill, and and of course, and then he went over to uh, was it the Thong song? Which he recently remixed for whatever reason. So yep, that's um, my number two. Now I, was, I believe you said you already had them on your list, but not, my number two was New Edition. Um, yeah, they were not my number five. I think. They, I felt like they were. They could have done better. Well, I, I, I think the key to me, and this is what I was saying earlier, like not too many groups, aside from like Wu-Tang Clan, can say we were ill as a group, but we also split up and like three motherfuckers went solo, but we also had three motherfuckers that was a group, doing another a group, group. And one of those motherfuckers was bringing in like boys to men and like doing all this mm-hmm. other work. Like, you know, um, there was so much talent. And I think... It's this year was the thirtieth anniversary of that the Bobby Brown album was it Don't Be Cruel mm-hmm. and whatever new edition album came out like at the same time. You f- I forget that like eight like eighty eight was a great year for hip hop, mm-hmm. but they also had their radio like if it wasn't hip hop it was new somebody edition. from New Edition yeah um and and again it, it might be because I am of a certain age but I remember I feel like when I started knowing what music was especially popular music somebody from new edition was there as a kid okay so you ready i'm ready new edition new edition least talented um what's his name ronnie 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 DeVoe. <laughs> ronnie DeVoe. He, he was probably one of the guys that like got his fair share of uh groupie love oh yeah because he was the cutest yeah, of, you know, of of a sort back then, I wouldn't put him at the cutest now. But not the most talented. No, no, and he got. I think because I, he was different. He was like light skinned Yeah, and, he, tall. and back then in the eighties, like it was a light skinned dude. Yeah, and um, and uh, who would you say is the best singer? The and best. you can include. What the fuck's his face that Johnny thought he was? Gale. Gonna, yeah, that thought he was gonna come over and take over. Um, I mean. Ricky. I thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. This is why we're married. Because these fuckers do not understand smile yeah. and how good and how awesome Ricky was. Because I'm like, I get Ralph was good and I'm not knocking Ralph at all, but for me it was all about Ricky. Ra- Ricky, 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 Ricky. You can't say Ralph when he only had one major hit. Sensitivity. When he went solo. Yeah. And that's a jam. It is. That's it's a really good song. Jam. I love that song. But he he ain't really have no follow up no. note. Um, no. I mean, and it, it, again, the genius of Michael Bivens be like, look, we ain't got shit else to do, but we got Ricky. Let Ricky sing the fuck out of these songs. Like I never thought. I thought Bobby was a good showman. 
He was a much better performer. Yes, yeah. but I did not think he was the best singer. No. No. Although when you listen... He, he did Mr. Telephone Man, though. When you go back to Don't Be Cruel, I mean, Tenderoni... Tenderoni, they're all good songs. I still don't think he's an awesome singer. He's not... No, he's not, he, he had great songs, and yes. he was a great and they showman. fit him. 100%. Yeah. Because he was a little little more thug than the rest of them. There was a there was like yeah. an early hood love yeah. for him. And I guess because he was also... Uh, I've not watched any of the Bobby Brown story, but from the way Twitter was talking... when Yeah, it everybody was, on, was really seeming to love it. it I'm, well, I mean, it was like... The, they put the stuff with him and Janet Jackson out mm-hmm. there. Um, I guess there was one moment... And I, I wish I could find the Bobby and Whitney reality show. Oh my God, I loved it. That was great. They re, they re- I did. didn't feel like I learned anything about him at all. You learned so much but about her. But her, yeah. yes. It was all and about she her. seems so much more down to earth than what you thought. She, but but like, she was also fucking flaky as hell. Well, but, it was, but it was so fun to watch them. She was the, uh, like... I mean, I we're, we're, because we, you know, we. But love, people also had this. He's really being mean and bossy and da 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 her, yeah, and it wasn't really. It wasn't. It wasn't nope. like what people made it out uh-uh. to be. Um, I mean, not to say that he didn't push buttons or you know was a controlling guy, but it definitely. When you saw the show, you realized that there was a partnership. She, she from Newark or wherever yeah. the fuck. Like, like we both have She's an affinity. I was going to say, we both have an affinity for people from this state. So I always felt the connection and like always push for her. But when I saw the reality, she's like, yo, that's that's a motherfucker from Jersey. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. she is one she of my She aunts. can hold it. She can she, hold her own. <laughs> big facts. Um, but uh, yeah, they re- there was the one part. There's like a, a shot where they were like dancing in front of each other and doing like you know some little shimmy shit they redid that scene to Aww. a T in the uh, <laughs> I, I, I've got it on I've got it on Plex I just have to watch it and thank god it's only two parts and not three like the new edition but and also shouts out I mean I'm giving BET props but uh shouts out to them for used doing, to be black entertainment well this is like the most black entertainment they do is these uh these let's check the producers and the director's names yeah we'll see but you know they they made it a point to cast very well for the new edition story and then make sure that like when the new edition story ends that bobby brown that was went right on there to be the bobby yep. brown for the show um they get they get that one off um so that was my number two so we're on number ones now okay you want me to go first you're looking at me no no i'll go first so my number one is mint condition. Wow, and I was thinking about putting them on there too. They've got some gems. They they I feel like they're very underrated. 100%. I think they are freaking amazing singers yeah. and writers and a lot of their their stuff they produce and write all their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And that last album was freaking yeah, fire. Yeah, they're still making great yes. stuff now. Yeah. And um I can listen to them all day long and even if I if I'm listening to a new song, it feels like like I need to pay attention to this. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. like I don't want to be working mm-hmm. or doing whatever I'm doing around the house. I might miss some. <laughs> this is mid condition. Yeah. So yeah, they're my number one. I I loved again when when I in the last podcast I talked a lot about. I I realized that it's always that music of when you're like I don't know if it's when you're hitting puberty when like you're really starting to understand the world. That like middle school to high school range mm-hmm. is like that's the music you're gonna live with and like identify with most. 
And I remember hearing Pretty Brown Eyes on the radio and being like, they're an actual band. Yes. Like, this song sounds like a bunch of people in a room playing instruments. It just happens to be, like, some of the best R&B I'm hearing on the radio right now. Uh, but I feel, my thing with Mint Condition is I didn't listen to a lot of their later stuff. So it's whatever those first two singles were that I identify most Breaking with. Breaking my heart. Breaking my heart. And, uh, and, uh, is it, is it Pretty Brown Eyes? There's another Pretty one. Brown Eyes. Yeah, I think those are the two. Uh, let's see. What Kind of Man Would I Be? Ooh. That was a, a good, good song. One. That's, that's a good another one, too. One. That's a really good song. Um, damn, that's amazing. Um, my number one. I had to take it back to a group that, uh, I don't know. They always got jams for me, the Isley Brothers. I was borderline I, I, I love the Isleys. putting them on my list um, as I almost put Blackstreet and Guy. I really, I didn't want I to. I struggled because Blackstreet, I really wanted to put on there. Guy's very influential. Shouts out to uh, Teddy, Teddy Riley. Riley. Um, but Blackstreet, there's something about that one, the, the No Diggity album. I forget what it's yeah. called. But when um, I was a camp counselor in uh, in New England, I forget, was it Massachusetts? I forget the, the state we were in. But we were like, I was secluded there for a month. It was like me and a couple of other, like maybe six or seven other people, like juniors. Juniors going into senior year of high school. We might have had like 20 CDs between us. <laughs> but that, that summer, that was a summer that uh, Big Puns... Was uh, Joy on that? Hmm? Joy? Yes. That is my freaking song. That's a beautiful song. song. It's, it's... And the fact that it's... Remember you guys did a, for, for your job. Am mm-hmm. I allowed to say it? Yeah, for Complex. <laughs> for yeah. Complex. Um, and you guys did the list of dedicated to their kids kind yeah, of thing because yeah, yeah. and and i told you joy was dedicated to they all had daughters and it was in the and video, i thought yeah. it was so sweet and i loved yeah this r&b band mm-hmm. had a fucking orchestra yeah because there were a couple versions of it yeah, yeah. and yeah. in the original video it's an entire orchestra and it's so beautiful yeah and uh what's his name from black street uh um, that was Teddy Riley. As Teddy Riley. Yeah. Yes. Um, we just said his name. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, because but, it, but it's such. It's literally like 10, 15 yeah. years between the two. So, yeah. and he wrote that part. Yes. Like he wrote mm-hmm. the. He was majorly freaking, talented. He still is. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And and the fact that he could cross what is essentially classical music yeah. into R and B. An actual talent. Like yeah. an actual musical genius. Yes. Yeah. And it is a just a beautiful song. And if I see the video, I will tear up and cry my way through the entire they, video. They were they it's were, so sweet. They were really a, a great R and B group. I think they're Before high. I Let You Go was my fucking jam. I love that song. And I, and I think jam, that was before. Jam is a perfect, but like jam's a perfect way to describe some of their best stuff. Yeah. My thing is like their highs are really high, but like their that album also had a lot of stuff I don't remember. And they had Omar Epps looking all fine yeah. in the Before I Let You Go video. And the chick from uh, Coming to America was the girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember her name. I don't remember either. She became the Don't Do It. Whenever we talk about coming to America, you sing, you sing that part. I wasn't going to do anything, I promise you. What the hell? 
See, now I got Coming to America song stuck I'm, in my head. I'm not even okay. going to say anything because I don't want to be. Or her pink fruit fruit dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, no, but uh, I was going to say, because Teddy Riley's funny because while he was able to write that orchestra bit for you know this beautiful song, he also was using like uh, toilet paper, like the cardboard toilet paper tubes as like ways to enhance his drums on the Guy album. Like he was just a really phenomenal mm-hmm. You know, uh, unique talent in the studio. Um, Isley Brothers, for sure. Another Jersey. Awesome. Group. Yeah. Shouts out to T Neck, New Jersey. Um, favorite. They, my favorite. I have to look up Isley Brothers songs now because I'm like, there's um, so many. I'm one of. Between the seat Sheets is a beautiful... Between the Sheets... I love that song. That came out when I was in high school. And yeah. I used to sing my little heart out. I can't sing. You know <laughs> this. We've been together for a long time. You know I can't sing. That's such a beautiful song that not only did Biggie use it for Big Papa, but Keith Murray also used it for his big song. And Little Vicious also had a version of Between the Sheets. At the same time, you could listen to the radio I think Between here. the Sheets is my fave. Um, I think... I also like that lady, but anyway. what? Who's that lady's great? Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of... Let me one sec. Cause Caravan of Love, I loved also. Is Caravan of Love the one... Whichever one Ice Cube used in uh, Today Was a Good Day. Yeah, I think Between the Sheets is my absolute fave. I can sing that. If you if you put the tune on, I can almost sing it backwards. Listen to it all the time. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the one. Yeah, it was a good day. Contained samples. Of Footsteps in the Dark. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the, the drums on that, I've heard so many times. That, and I think that's the key. Like, so, Ron Isaac's a great singer. They no have Closets? Heard, R. Kelly. No, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I I also didn't. Wasn't that Ron Isley? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I was going to say like the mis the Mister Big stuff was interesting. Was that the once? What is a uh, down low? On the down low, yeah. Because they like they had the whole video and uh, down low, piss low, piss on her low. Well, cause, well I, her this low. was before the piss video though, but it was what R. Kelly. Slept with Ron. He was probably Isley. pissing on people. Then he probably pissed on her. He slept with Ron Isley's girl, mm-hmm. and then Ron Isley is such a pimp that he calls him like, because uh, I guess he he kills her he, and he, puts he, him out in the desert. He, <laughs> he, he worked for Ron Isley's Mr. Big character or whatever. But their back and forth yeah. conversation, I think they did that twice. Was hilarious wasn't there wasn't there supposed to be like more of those like there was supposed to be like a whole series that he had yeah i feel like there were two and it died though i feel like no i feel like there was supposed to be more there probably were and but i think i'd have to look i want to say that was like late 90s and i feel like i don't know if it's just r kelly because r kelly was so prolific in terms of the amount of music that he makes yeah um, that he probably had an idea. They probably have some shit stashed, and they just mm-hmm. it went on to something else. Uh, but yeah, the Isley Brothers, phenomenal singing, um, but also just songs that when it was over, there were still like two minutes of just them just funking out. Like that, oh, yeah. I love that type of shit. That's a uh, that's my bag, as as the kids say. Um, but yeah, they're probably my number one for right okay. now. So. 
Anybody that surprised? Oh, your whole list makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody on my list that you were surprised? Like, really? no, no. It's just like Drew Hill was an interesting choice. Um, I wouldn't have. I didn't even. I thought about Black Street. I thought about Guy. Um, I didn't think about Drew Hill. But when you think about you know when Drew Hill, especially like that. Enter the dragon. dragon. That was a that was a big moment. It was. It was a big moment for for R and B for guys in R and B. You for I think Cisco's thong song. It did really well. It did phenomenal, but it it almost overshadows what he did with them. Yeah. Where a lot of people would only remember him because of. Yeah. Enter the Dragon and what they were doing at that point. But yeah, that, that was a good choice. That was a good choice. Like I said, if it was six, I probably would have put Black Street on there. Yeah. But okay, so Guy or Black Street? I was more of a Black Street guy. Me too. I, I appreciated the new Jack Swing stuff when I got older, but at the time, I wanted drums that sounded like drums and weren't as fast. I mean, I don't know if like I'm not as much of an up tempo mm-hmm. guy, especially when it comes to R and B. I like, you know, more slower, more, you know, like groovier type stuff. And that was a little too like people snorting cocaine and you know, dancing <laughs> in the club. Like like New Jack City was perfect for what it was, you know, with yeah. like that sound and that time of life. Absolutely. Um, but I say that knowing that while I love the movie, I'm not into I wasn't as much into that stuff when I was younger as yeah. I, I am now. Um, but bl- I think Black Street was a complete package. Although, that's a group where I know Teddy Riley and I know Chauncey. He was black. <laughs> they called him black. And what did my favorite, like my one favorite Kanye West line, he says, um, Chauncey, he was black as the street was. Which was accurate. He was dark. <laughs> he was a, he was a, I mean, there was a reason why they called him black. Um, but I don't know the other two guys in Mm-mm. that group. I couldn't tell you what their name. Gun to my head, I would get killed. Go Actually, ahead. I'm going to tell you right now, I thought it was three more. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were a quartet. But, okay. Uh, all right, so we want to go to women now? Yes. So you can start off this one. Yeah. I'm, Who is your number Five. I'm going to already say off the bat, like, it, making this list You struggled was, with this one. It, well, because I realized that I like solo... Female uh, artists. Female R&B acts more than the groups. I mean, I feel like... I mean, I definitely stand by the ones I made, but it was definitely a, more of a struggle. I like, will tell you, my five, four, and three were, like, eh. my top two were the ones I really, really like. I could have had a top two and been fine. Yeah, I feel you. I My other three you. are, three. they're great bands, but they're fillers. I agree. And I think I'm putting I'm putting them on more for impact. Um, I think you'll be surprised at my number one. Okay, okay. Um, I put Escape at my number five. <gasps> I got number five for Escape. <laughs> That's twice. That's twice. Um, I think they're... They that fill- calls for a shot. That does call for a shot. Cheers. Um, I think the key to escape was. Who Lord? Where, where, Wait oh, a minute! I'm having a hot. <laughs> it started in my tonsils. I need some water. Okay, go ahead. Where like a lot of 
singers in general, they're always made to look like what everybody thinks the stereotypical beautiful. I love the like. plaid shirts. They felt like I want to be comfortable. They felt like Trenton High. Yes. Schools. You know what I mean? They they had like the oversized. Uh, collared, you know, short sleeve shirts on, like the big jeans. Yep. Some of them had Tim's on. I mean, and 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 they were still beautiful women. Oh, of course. But it was like beautiful black women oh, that yes. I would see all the time, and not the black that the mainstream like Beyonce kind of exactly. like that no, level no that shade you to can. Beyonce, yeah. But you know, it's the idea that the mainstream had for a while of what a beautiful black woman was mm-hmm. and what you know people growing up in black communities knew, you know, the very shades of, you know, what black beauty was. And that was a great part because, um, they, they were like the rainbow coalition in terms, you know, and different sizes, different shapes and, and still all of them equally talented. And, and they, there was no lead. That was one of the few bands Mm -hmm. that I always appreciated that there was no obvious lead. A hundred percent. And um, they just had, and the vocals were just amazing. Yeah. On every song, their vocals are amazing. And they felt like a real, like, there's another group on here that I feel, actually there's two on here that I feel like are true groups, mm-hmm. but they were one of the ones where it was like, they, it seemed like, they, they could each blow when they wanted to blow, but they could all work together. Yes. Okay, so because we both had the same number five, I'm going to ask you, who's your number four? TLC. Wow. All right, I have them. You higher. got them higher. <laughs> I, I have them higher on the slips. Yeah, they, they are. Um, TLC again. I I felt I do love TLC. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful songs. Mm-hmm. I could freaking groove all day to Red Light Special and yeah. Creep mm-hmm. and Waterfall. Actually, I didn't like Waterfalls that much, but um, that was a big song. Yeah. Um, what about your friends? I love the fact that they were putting you know safe sex stuff yeah. in the videos yeah. with the condoms on the eyeglasses and this mm. and that. But it still, to a degree, felt manufactured to me. Yeah, I, and I think they were kind of. Yeah. I think if I didn't know the whole background with Pebbles, that bitch, yeah. <laughs> then I wouldn't necessarily feel like that. Yeah. But to know she like put Chili with them because yeah. she could sing R and B and and this, you know, so it wasn't like these three friends who made a group like Escape was. They were friends, yeah, you know, yeah. and they made a group. Yeah, so. That's the only reason why they wouldn't be. If they'd probably be higher on my list, if I didn't feel that. I feel you. But I still, Chili was the bomb to me. Chili was great. Yeah. I love knowing. This is gonna sound wrong. I love knowing that you know she has the um, sickle cell. That's T Boss. T Boss. I'm sorry. That T Boss uh, has sickle cell mm-hmm. and um, and still may you know pushed onward. You know, I feel 100%. like they did not. I felt like that should kind of be a, a more of a side story than it was yeah. to show overcoming, you know, obstacles. 100%. And that's a big that's freaking a big obstacle. obstacle. Yeah. I went, you know, I went to school with somebody who had that and it oh, was, wow. it was horrible for her. Mm. And, you know, to, so for her to be able to do all the things she was doing in pain, she didn't do it and, and not be in pain. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, off to the side and oh I'd be in pain a couple of, no she was in pain all the time yeah and there you were know? probably months where she was just not yeah. able to do and anything and there was a whole interview where the other two girls didn't even know that yeah. she had sickle cell mm-hmm. remember we watched that yeah 
and she, they they didn't know. I feel like it didn't. It she didn't was really hiding come out, it. I feel like it didn't really come out to the second album. Yeah. If, so if she was talking about it more. You know. So I did, and, and you know, I don't know. And I felt like uh, Left Eye was always kind of left in the back. I felt like it was kind of yeah. chilly and T Boz. Oh, and we got Left Eye here, yeah, and I I thought Left Eye was in her own way and it's not to put her up against the other two mm-hmm. but i felt like she was very beautiful in her own way and she would be the one i'd want to hang out with 100 percent, she was a real one yeah she was definitely the real i love the stuff you know she was doing uh charity work on the side like really big very and, spiritual person yes yeah. you know so i love that about her. and i don't feel like i felt like you didn't really get to know them no. until after it was done yeah. Until after T Boz was, uh, uh, until Left Eye was had passed, mm-hmm. that's when you were allowed to start getting to know. And so that's why they're not so high. I think for talent, they could have been higher, mm-hmm. but there it's hard to connect with them. Yeah. Until after Left Eye passed. That makes sense. That so. makes sense. I feel you. I'll talk about them later. But uh, <laughs> um, now this might be. I don't want to call this controversial, but this is just for me. And again, I said I was having trouble making this list. And I, oh just had, I just had to make a concession. I put Destiny's Child at number four. See, I totally left them on my off my list. I, Completely. I, Gone. I, Done. <laughs> I had I mean I had to be realistic. I'm like of course, you know, they, they spawned Beyonce and she's a megastar, you know. She is Is it weird that I actually prefer Kelly? No, I mean I actually do prefer Kelly. I think she's got she's more of a personable person and it might it, it could be also because i've watched her on britain's uh, got talent or whatever yeah, shows yeah. it is that X she did x factor like yeah. and she's so off the cuff funny yeah compared yeah. to what real, i thought that's what i'm saying she's got a real good personality yeah. Yeah, yeah and beyonce oh beyonce comes across as stiff and shy she's on another level yeah so which i, I mean I think, and i get it you yeah, know she needs to be very private yeah. you know mm. she needs to keep her shit private so i get it mm. And it's not a knock to her at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you're going to be like the fucking most famous person on the goddamn planet. 100%. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually really do like Kelly's voice. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a good dancer. Yeah. And, I, um, you know, but you also have to keep in mind Beyonce's dad was the, was driving, the force. driving force behind the group so obviously he's going to make sure his daughter 100%. is showcased first 100%. yeah so. i uh i just but that's some freaking awesome songs huge i mean bills, favorite favorite one fuck, it might be bills 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 that's the one that's probably stuck in when i think of destiny say Child. my name is my say my name's a favorite beautiful song um What's it? Survivor was just like a really good song. Women's What's the one that they did from the Bee Gees? Remember they did, they redid. Uh, I'm going to have to look it up. I couldn't tell you. That's my favorite. Because uh, one of their grandma, I think it was Kelly Rowland's grandmother in the movie, in the video was dying. Uh, And Beyonce found out her boyfriend was cheating. Emotion. Emotion. That was a Bee Gees song. Yeah. Yeah. I knew knew that. I just couldn't think of what song it was. Um. Yeah, I just I think in terms of they're probably one of the bigger, like one of the last big girl R and B groups, um, and I think they it was it was but it was almost perfect to where 
they had so much success. Oh my God, you're right. Name yeah. a big R&B girl band right now. You can't. No, there is none. You really can't. I mean, and I think, because you figure, aren't, Beyonce would have left them early too. Like, we, we probably just moved into a spot and Beyonce was just getting into her first yeah. album. So, I mean, it's that's like 16 years ago. But also, I think it was the perfect jumping off like they couldn't oh, yeah. have done anything else and it was time for her to spread her wings i don't I'm, I'm assuming fans knew she can be this big but she's at the point now where it's like all right i'm gonna drop an album tomorrow of me gargling mouthwash you didn't know this was happening <laughs> and you're gonna buy not only buy the album i do love how she drops stuff and people like, don't know about it I mean, until it does until the day she drops it, it's like she's so canny with this stuff. Babe, it was literally, I mean, you know, the, what happened at Art All Night this year overshadowed anything. But we we were literally on yeah. an Uber ride home. You were sick. And I get the notification Saturday at 6 p.m. that Beyonce and Jay-Z just dropped a whole collaborative album yep. after she dropped her album talking about his cheating. And after he dropped his album apologizing for the cheating and you know when they're also talking about black people in america and everything that's going on it was like the perfect end of the trilogy they could just do that yeah and it's a fucking great album like yeah. you know they they really did their thing and nobody said a word like nobody leaked it no nothing i you when people are working on stuff even with jay to a certain extent it's like Oh, you know, he's in the studio with this producer. You'll see a picture on Instagram randomly, blah, blah, blah. May or may not come to anything, but at least you'll see stuff. I don't know shit when Beyonce's... When she's working on stuff, you don't hear a goddamn thing. And then, like, Lemonade comes out. She don't just drop the album. She got a whole fucking hour movie dropping on HBO. And the thing is, how do you keep that... that, that they must have the most airtight confidentiality agreements oh, yeah. with their dancers and production and everything. You gotta, it's like, you got to give... That's a, like a... Uh, 500 people minimum you you know? a, and, and we're talking about her working like serena williams is in the video like i can picture beyonce like very quietly so we're working on this album yeah. we want you to be involved if you say a fucking word Fact. between now and the time that i choose 100%. to drop it we will take everything you have, including your great great grandchildren facts super facts I just want you to know that now yeah be and ready. People will not say a word. Because, so. I mean, she's got the juice yep. to make that happen. But, yeah, they're my number four um, for, well, those, for those reasons. And okay, and I had TLC. Okay. Yeah, TLC at four. So number three. Uh-huh. Am I going, I guess? Uh, I can go if you want. Okay. My number three is En Vogue. <laughs> we got the same <laughs> one. Oh, my God. That's so freaking weird. Okay. Um. They had a moment. I, they probably were the bigger, like, before Destiny's Child, they might oh, have been yeah. the biggest female R&B group. And let's be for real. Mm. Out of, and I don't care what groups we pick, mm. nobody hit the melodies and no, the and thing. Like, to no. me, they were very much the better boys to men. Like, 100%. boys to men was out at the same time, and they did the same kind of thing. 100%. But in Vogue... You could not fucking touch those ladies. No, it, no. They, their voices went together. So, 
Perfect. I am not a religious person. I believed in heaven every <laughs> single time I heard them sing. Yeah. Their voices are just unbelievable together. And it went so perfectly mm-hmm. well 100%. together. What just, was that first song they came out with? Hold On? Yes. With the James Brown yes. sample in mm-hmm. it? It felt different. It did. It felt like... Because and, and you knew point, it was gonna be good though. Like 100%. you knew any any song coming up Not was gonna good. be fucking awesome. It was undeniable. It yeah. was undeniable. Then they had a, a I it was funny because I remember that coming out and, and the like a, videos were so sexy. Yeah, very unique. Yes, but not like slutty. At all. Just like we have all this talent and look at us. We're mm. beautiful, black, strong, yeah. female. We rule. We yeah. rule our own world. 100%. Is very much how it, it it was very empowering. You know what's funny though, as corny as it was, one of my favorite things they did was their episode of Different World. Oh my lord! <laughs> and they were all church girls it dressed was, in like. You don't see a lot of groups like like because Criss Cross is on it, but it was like, oh, we broke hard, but we don't like each other. We about to kill each other. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Like they were able to be like, look, crisscross was like the the junior high school version of kid and play. Crisscross had jams though. They, they had, were kid and play. They and had, they were thirteen year olds playing kid and play. They missed the bus, and it was something that they would never ever ever do again. <laughs> no, but like in Vogue, like they were able to be goofy. Yeah. Now, and what was the one girl, Cindy? Mm-hmm. She had a bit part in Juice. Like I don't. They were they were just they were dope. They were just dope. And I, I think as as a woman, like you would kind of watch them and like, oh my God, if I could only be that level of sexy and without trying to be but that they, level. But it's, and I, I guess it is also, I won't say funny, but it's also. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change that word. It wasn't, they weren't sexy so much as they were seductive. They were seductive, but I think they were also empowered. Mm-hmm. I think for all the talk about, you know, women's empowerment now and, you know, what feminism is now in society, they were trying to do oh, that. Oh, yeah. You know, they were really what was taking the one it song? To, uh, Free Your Mind. Free Your Mind, yes. Like, that that really felt like an anthem. Oh, it was. It Absolutely. Was, it was an anthem for society, but I feel like it was an anthem for women specifically to really take control. And I think there was a lesson in there. You know, you know I have a lot. Of black female friends, mm. and I think um, I've always been very lucky where the black female friends that I have have like embraced me, yeah, real, you know, and not really, oh, she's white, blah blah, blah mm. you know, but I've been lucky to see very seldom moments and bits in pop culture and stuff where they're celebrated. Mm-hmm. And I I love when it happens because they get to celebrate who they are yeah. for what they are, mm-hmm. you know, and and nobody's going to put them down and put them as a statistic. Mm-hmm. And like if your statistic is that you're fucking in vogue, I mean, that's a yeah. hell of a fucking statistic. <laughs> be way name worse. me a white girl band. Yeah. Name me. Name, I... name me a white girl band. <laughs> See, exactly. Spice Girls. And they had a black girl. No, they had a black girl. (laughs) Mel B. Mel, shouts out to Mel B. And she's the only one I can name right now. Yeah, the other I just remember, well, what, Victoria 
Beckham. Beckham. But she uh, she wasn't Beckham at the time. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So. Okay. So we both did in vogue. That's cool. All right. So number two for me. SWV. Ooh. I like it. I always think of her nails. As soon as I hear SWV, Coco? I think of, I think of Coco's nails. Yeah. I think she was. How does she wipe her ass? I don't, uh, she, anyway. She had to have a stick with a, with a napkin on <laughs> that her. That was her nails. <laughs> she, <laughs> <laughs> so glad um, you guys couldn't see that because that was funny. horrible. The look on your face is hilarious. Um, no, I think they were another one. I'm trying to think. Do you they, remember the one girl? What other show she was on? Oh, you forgot. Which one? She was on Survivor, remember? Later, yeah. Later, yes. yeah. I, I don't remember her name, but I do remember that she was... Yeah. The, the, and we watched that. <laughs> we watched the, that season. The one that seemed the most timid, though, right? Yes. Or, yeah. Um, there was something about that where, like, where En Vogue was great voices. And, I mean, they were, you know, strong black women, but they definitely weren't street. No. SWV definitely felt like the the hood princess At but they Coco. also seemed like they didn't have any personalities that was a problem that was a problem yeah. but but i i feel like the lack of personality was trumped by the songs that they had yeah and i i, I, I like th- when they sampled the michael jackson human yeah. nature but it was still it and was, i was shocked that he let somebody sample this is very rare that those things yes. happen because he didn't he wasn't still, known for <laughs> letting people use his stuff and they still had that like hip-hop vibe to yeah it. like and i think that's what i liked the most about them is they were definitely r&b and they were definitely like big r&b moments but they were still calling back to the hip hop of that time. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, I've definitely heard through the years Coco was not easy to work with. I would, I, I would definitely. I mean, someone with nails like that, it's got to be. Like, <laughs> when, when you when you make that choice, like you know, fucking my nails about to be twenty inches long. You can't. Tell and only nothing. on one hand, though, right? I think it was only one hand. Yeah, that was weird. That was very weird. It was weird. But I mean, I, I I think when I when I think of my favorite songs from R and B groups that were women mm-hmm. anything you know the the, the human nature joint like the weak 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 was anything but weak was anything but that was like if you put that song on there right now tika will be up there that's one of the few songs that we have a daughter who's 28 mm-hmm. and she's autistic mm-hmm. and so she, she will always be here with us yeah and if you she never sings. Never. But if you put weak on, she will, she will sing. She will kill all of the cats. Yes. And and eardrums will bleed. 100%. And bad things will come out of the ground. Wow. And it's just terrible. But weak. she will sing that song. Weak she was loves it. Weak was their best song. That was their best song. Yeah. Or at least their biggest. I, I don't I don't know that I actually listened to anything else on albums other than the stuff that was like released. Yeah, I remember there's, there's that. Well, the thing is, their singles were really good mm-hmm. for their run. Um, but I think I might do that this week. I might listen to some SWV. Yeah, and see if I can. I don't remember anything past. Their, I remember like, three big songs. Yeah, that's all. They I had remember. like three or four really yeah. solid singles, but I think "Week" for them is probably really timeless, and that's one of those songs like. Where it might not be my immediate, there's something about that hook 
and there's something about the way you, like it, it's just mm-hmm. you know it's just oh it catches you it's 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 a, it's a magnificent song yeah, they, they're my number two uh, and that's strictly off of just fire songs okay who's your number two brownstone what well, i was thinking about brownstone i just i feel like they didn't have a lot of hits what was the one what's the one song um oh my god it's right there what's what the, the hell is song? it um because that one song is a jam. They had a couple songs that I like now. I'm like, why am I drawing a blank now? Because you're drinking all that Jack Daniels. That has nothing to do. Okay. I'm 47 If You years Love old. Me. They had a couple songs. If You Love Me is the song, though. 19, Grapevine. Grapevine. That was the other one. Yeah. They, they That got... No. If If You Love Me was nominated for a, gra- a Grammy, uh, but Grapevine was fire. Now I'm gonna say talk, talk to that I think their vocals were so so above mm-hmm. what a lot of people put them at. One hundred percent. Um, and she was on Martin. Mm-hmm. Remember, she played she Pam's played, cousin. She played the cousin who was uh thought she was too. She thought she was the shit. No, 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 no. She was real. Remember, she got, shoot, I lost my voice. Remember, she Yeah, no, but then she thought she was the shit, right? Yeah, like when, and when Martin they, couldn't, Martin she couldn't was control to be her. a manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Great episode. Yes. Um, that was with, uh, you hate Tracy Morgan, but that was when uh, you did the, the pick up the pieces. <laughs> yes. The only one, was he the one, yes, he, the only one I liked him in was when uh, Martin and Gina Getting married. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the chitlin loaf. With the chitlin loaf and the chick from from um, from In Living Color. In Living Color. What's her name? I don't remember her name. That white chick. The, the white woman from yeah. Living Color. She was always awesome. She. I feel like she. She's in something that just came out now. She's in the new Jim Carrey Showtime show. Kidding. <laughs> she played a uh, a real estate agent very briefly. Like I always liked her. Mm-hmm. And I never knew her name, which is weird because She's you would a, think I'd know the the name of the one white person, one white person. <laughs> that I like. Because I was never, you know, I was never a Jim Carrey no, fan ever. He, uh, I mean, I I feel like he had he did good stuff on *A Living Color*. I was never the biggest fan of his movies like that. No. Um, my kids, my daughters love *Mask*, and I was. <laughs> I can't get it. Kelly Cofield. I think is what her name was. Okay. She's like a forever supporting actress. She was in Jerry Maguire, Scary Movie. She was in a lot of stuff. So Nikki Gilbert is the one that played in Martin. That was a great episode. It was. I um, I really like Brownstone. I forgot we're signed to Michael Jackson's music label. Mm-hmm. At Epic, I guess he met them or somebody put him on to them, and like a not even a year after meeting them, they had an album out. Um, you know, we have this. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at Facebook. Yeah. And you know, we have this. Uh, we're we're trying to figure out the details for this trip to Peru. Yeah, Peru. Uh, so a friend of mine says, "Sounds awesome. Been on my bucket list for a while." However. I have to figure out how to get over the altitude sickness. That's you. Elevations almost 8,000 feet. 
Up in the mountains. I got really sick in Breckenridge, which is 9,600 feet okay. at the base. Sweet. So we should probably look into that. I'm glad she mentioned it. Because you wasn't even thinking about it. I that. didn't even. We will be in Sacred Valley up in the mountains. A whole uh, 20. I actually, I did the. I, I redid the calculation. We're, we'll be 17 miles from Machu Picchu. Oh, wow. That's yes. the only thing. That's the only town that I've heard of before. Think that's not a town. It's a ruin. Same difference. So we'll be. The ruins are all between us and Machu Picchu. Mm. And yeah, so that's kind of crazy. Interesting. But yeah, brownstone, okay. great. I like that you have them up so high. I just thought they were awesome singers. Very talented. Um, Who's your number two? That uh, SW is my number two. Oh, okay. So number one. TLC. Ooh. So my number four is your number one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, when I look back, I remember getting, ooh, on the TLC tip. <laughs> the tape. <laughs> the tape. When I really loved Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Oh, my God. It was a freaking awesome song. I. Who? What was... It was that. It was digging on me is still my digging favorite. Digging on you, digging, digging on, on me. That is my favorite, favorite, favorite. I love that video. That was when they were in the oh, college it, dorm. It, no, they were on stage on the. Are you sure? What was yeah. The, what was the one they were in the college dorm? The, that was. Um, isn't that what about your friends? Oh, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're digging right. on me is there. That was a later album. That was on two, uh, the, yeah. the second one. And they were all on stage. Yeah, that was a good song. And I like, because they all had like these silvery tops on, but the, they had like three separate, they yeah, weren't the same top. Yeah, yeah. But they all looked super amazing, and they were like very in sync I with was, each other. But it was, I always liked them because even if they were in sync, you could see their distinct styles. Yeah. Like you could tell. They were all unique. Yeah. yeah. And, um... Again, I still think Left Eye was... I, I always feel like she's underrated in the group. Yeah, I'm, well, I think she's underrated as a female artist. As an artist. MC, yeah, yeah. You know, on the whole. She could freak it. Because that Donnell Jones yeah, song, oh cool. my gosh, she fucking killed it. She, she killed it. And Waterfall, she killed it. I think... I, I mean, I re, when I remember TLC, I remember the baggy clothes. I remember. I would put her up against any female MC. One hundred percent. Yes. I remember her with the condom over the gla- the left oh, yeah. gla- eye in the glass. And, and that's the thing. She was like the she was the badass. Yeah. You know. Yeah, she was really. She really well, I mean, you got to remember too. She's also the one that set a motherfucking house on fire. She. You know what? I hate that story. I because, love it. I no, love it because she set she set his clothes on fire in the bathtub. And and it it got a little out of control. Did you see the picture of the <laughs> fucking house on fire? But you know what? She's so good. He wasn't even mad at it. He, could, he what could you do? He would have said she would have set her, him on fire. They didn't. They never split. She fucking went to jail, and they was still together. Because he knew that when she got out, he fucked. <laughs> she would have set him on fire. No, but um, like I said, I loved the first album so much. I loved the song so much that I got the tape, and they they did. I had on a truck. What? I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> there's one. Um, there's a time song that they did called uh, "Get It Up." Now, at the time, I didn't know it was a time song. But when I went back, when I really started 
getting in the prints and you know all the shit that he was doing back then and listen to the time song like damn they did a really good like it the times get it up is really just like an extended jam it's really just prince being like all right here's three lines this beat's going to be funky as fuck just say this a couple times and i'm gonna play the keyboards we're gonna ride this out they did like a really spot on cover, like a really spot on update for that song. I don't think I've heard that. You have to send it to me. Ah, uh, yeah, both both songs. Sure. Yeah. Um, I can compare because I because the thing was, you know, I just poured these two things of whiskey, and I'm that. like, oh my god, I'm gonna regret this you know, last we'll, one. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait a little bit. Um, because even like, how many shots would this be? This is four. That's it. Maybe five. I don't know. <laughs> We're maybe three or four. We need shots to do in. a task, <laughs> a task list of we, how many. We need to we'll keep, keep it keep in Google Keep. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep a tally. Um, no, well, I mean, I'm going off on a tangent, but the thing with the time was Prince was making so much money, so much money, so much music, and so much money that um, he, I guess, he realized that not everything he was, which is like a big thing about his life, not everything he was doing fit into the mold of being a Prince album. So he essentially got more staying all these guys to be like, yo. Y'all want to be in a funk band? Here. We're going to call you the time. It was like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Is there were any part. genre better than funk? No, not at all. Not at all. And Prince was probably the king yeah. of that shit. Um, well, and, least, I feel, and it's, you know, I use the word underappreciated all the time. Yeah. Funk is another underappreciated genre. Well, because it's, so, it's, it's the, the thing with funk is it's of such a time period. Yeah, like seventies early eighties. Yeah, like if you didn't, if you don't listen to music from them and understand why those things jam, you probably aren't really getting in the funk like that. Um, but the thing with the time song is it was Prince singing at like a lower octave than normal and Ooh. doing a lot of harmonizing. But T Boz, like her register when she sang a little lower, fit perfectly Ooh. with that. So it was it was just a really good one to one. But then they did creep and like creep like that like the real like mid tempo hip hop vibe. Um I was like, I need this album right now. I need I need this shit today. Um You know my favorite part of Creep? What's that? Is um in the video and I'm female and I'm not gay. Uh-oh. But I do really appreciate the female body yes and there is a bit remember i showed it to you there's a yes so they're all wearing the like silk pajama tops yes yes. and there's a part where like t-boz is the the part the bottom portion of her breast shows yes it does and for whatever reason in the middle of the video and it like it slowed down yeah 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 yeah. and it it just looks so sexy and I'm, and she just looks like the epitome of what you want to be, you know, as as a woman, you know, mm. you and gay, not gay, bisexual, whatever. It just like that's it, it. It's like a good like thing of her her moment to just mm. like, especially because she was more guarded. I feel like yeah, I hate to say tomboyish, but it was definitely like. I get that whole album really. Like if them. I was gonna be one of the three of them, she's the one I'd want to be. Yeah, like she's got that. You know, she's got that. I'm a little hood. Yeah. I'm a little. I'm a little lady. Yeah. I'm definitely a woman, and here's who this is me, and you'll never quite figure out exactly who I am. Well, and I think the the beautiful thing with that was, 
while the first album was definitely a lot more like there was a lot of the neon writing and them shooting each other with so super soakers and whatnot. <laughs> yes. They really they there grew was, up. There was a real maturity between the first and second album. And like you can see it in the packaging in the creep video. So they went from a pebble to a stone? To to big boulder. Facts. Super and they, they I just I feel bad that not only did I learn great music from them, but I also learned how people could get dicked over with uh, oh my gosh because that that was how i found out about all about that all was from shit. from tlc it was terrible because they were so vocal with it and i really appreciated that they did that they needed to yeah yeah, yeah. and i think because she was like that pebbles was like that with the with the divorce yeah, and all, yeah. she was you know and i'm not knocking her she came up if 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 that's what you need to do to make sure you're you're catching all your dollar signs the way you feel you're supposed do it. Do you. Do it. And if TLC signed some contract and they didn't know and they that that's the way the business fucking works. I'm not saying it's right do. or wrong, but that that's just what it is. 100%. You know, yeah. and and at some point, maybe not back then, but now there's this thing, I don't know if any of you have heard of it. It's called Google. And if you don't mm-hmm. fucking Google search Anything you're stepping into, Facts. that's your fucking fault. Facts. Well, that's why I, w- I was glad that. Oh well, they were young; they didn't know, bitch. This was 2018. Yeah, this day is a fucking Google search. Yeah. I remember. I remember watching because I mean, I literally because they have all these. Remember the VH1 when they were trying to like bring back the bands, yeah, and then but, they have. But not these, even uh, that. If if if, if in, during that day when TLC was in their height. MTV News did the one interview where they're all sitting on the couch and they're like, mm-hmm. yo, yep. you know, you, you have to, I I remember that was the first time I heard about you get the advance money, but the advance is really just a portion of the contract and you, you get you that money, you have to pay, pay it, back, it back, but you, you, you start paying, you don't, you get that money early, you end up spending that money and then they start charging you when the album comes out so you don't make anything from the album yep. and... And then your family's there with their fucking hands out. Every you you got to pay for your tour. You got to pay for all this stuff at the front end, hoping to get a successful record. And the thing is, they blew the fuck up with that album, and it was yep. still like, and they still didn't make no money poor. on it. Yeah, yeah. They're still walking around fucking homeless. So yep. it was, and it was sad because then you know, like a couple years down the line, after all this success, then you know, uh, left because I feel like Left Eye went down. Was she in the Bahamas? She was. Some, she was in Honduras. Yeah, Honduras. That's what it was. And she was on like a spiritual journey. Yep. I remember the vibe. We were a, watching it. We, well, and I remember because they did that documentary. Yep. Vibe did before before that documentary came out. I remember Vibe doing a really good article about her time in Honduras, and like that was when I really started. And we'll be like, going there for Christmas next year. Shit, we gotta be careful. We should. We should see if we could find out where she. Past, yeah, and maybe lay some flowers. That's a good idea. Yeah, I gotta we find that do document. I feel like we only watched that. That was years ago. We yeah. were on Waverly. Yeah, that come on, like 15, 15 years ago. That was a wild fuck. Yeah, oh my god, we've been together for a, <laughs> a we minute. Oh, but um, you say that, and I hate when you say that because I'm like ten years older than you, so it makes me feel like I already died. And I feel twenty. <laughs> um, but not yeah. my knees. My knees do not feel twenty. 
Well, I mean, my I'm uterus saying, don't fucking feel 20. I'm sa- I don't say I feel like 20 years old. I feel like I, you say you're 10 years older than me. I feel like I'm 20 years older. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I would have to. And I mean, just the fact that, you know, in terms of. It's hard because at a certain point, they they stop. I don't want to say they stop being R&B, but they really turned as like a certified pop group. I think with that, what was it, fan mail or whatever? Yeah, that yeah like, I wasn't a fan of that Unpretty and one. stuff like that. Like, I wasn't as big, but they were huge at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, they really transcended. So, that I mean, that impact to me means a lot. But those first two albums were also, like, there's so many songs. That was that era A lot where of songs. You could drop an album and, like, a year and a half later still be releasing singles. I oh, felt, for sure. I feel like Red Light Special came out, like, a while after that album dropped. Um, but, yeah, TLC, they'd be my number one. Okay. I could... I could. I could dig it. <laughs> Even though you had them at... Number four. four. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense, though. Um, I will say, as always, if people have any groups they think we missed or... And remember, comments, we only had five. Yeah, we only had this five. This was only a top five. So. And we... Li- I mean, we literally... Or give us your top five. That'd you be know, good, too. Do, yeah. a, do a Google <laughs> search. G O O G L E dot com. Dot com. And um, uh, figure out who your your top five male and female R and B groups. And let us know. Maybe maybe we fucked up. Um, or maybe we'll see your list and we'll realize you're fucking up. Yeah, I don't I don't think we fucked up. Mm-mm. But uh yeah. Okay, so my number one. Your number one. Climax. Wow. Okay. Okay. The only female band. Uh-huh. Band. Mm-hmm. Not a group. Because they played their own instruments. Yes. And four of my all-time favorite songs mm-hmm. come from them. That makes and sense. I, and I Googled them so I wouldn't forget the names. Okay. I Miss You. Uh-huh. I'd Still Say Yes, which has Howard Hewitt in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Meeting in a Ladies Room. Classic. And the men all pause. Those are like you. you I feel like you. Have, I know. Actually, I know many more songs by no. them, but that's the four that everybody. Really I was going to say for. though. I feel like the first two are deeper cuts than the last two. Yes. Like for it, sure. If you have to justify climax, the men all pause. That's a club jam. Yeah. It was meeting in the and ladies' funk. room, and it's it's and on funky, that, and it's funk, <laughs> very funky. Meeting in the that had a video and everything, but like mm-hmm. that that's another like every woman in the club is turning up. Yep. To meeting in the ladies' room, well, and I, she totally went. Have you listened to the song? I just know me. Okay. We'll be back so, real soon. That's all I know. Meeting in the ladies' room. Yeah. Okay, I'll be back real soon. Yeah. So what she does is she goes into the ladies' room, mm-hmm. and she does. Uses the bathroom, does her makeup, mm-hmm. isn't that? To go back out to see if she could have trusted him. Like, was he up on uh, anybody else? Uh, okay. And so it's a test. And what, then her girls are going to tell her what he was doing? Well, she just wants to see if when she comes back out. What he's doing. What's he doing? Interesting. So, yes, if you listen to the song. So, but yeah, there was, um, there was some drama with them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, a lot of clubs and... Record companies did not like the idea of an all-female group. Not just that, because back then there were all-female groups. It was like, uh, uh, oh my god, 
Uh, Joan Jett was leading the way. Pat Benatar was leading the way. The Bengals. The Bengals. Who's the... Lips... The Lipsticks? No. <laughs> this ain't no Cosby episode. <laughs> the fuck? Um, Doing improved lipsticks. Who the lips? Funky Town. Lip, that's lip not Lips Incorporated. Lip Sync. Yeah. It's lip sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's lip sync. Yeah. Um, but that's not who I'm thinking of. Uh, the Go Go's. The Go Go's. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of who the hell it was. Um, but name me another black female band um, playing her own instruments, fucking doing it up. Definitely not the lipstick. I don't know. I don't know that there's been any. An actual band, no. Climax. I respect that. Played their, they wrote, mm. they produced, they played their own shit, they sang their own, sh- they, that to me, that was the ultimate. The epitome. In Vogue's empowering. No, fuck that. Yeah. Climax was the power. They well, had the thing, everything. Yeah, they yeah. did it all. 100%. They did all of it mm. on their own and their own way. And there was no, I'm, you know, females have this thing with, you know, apologizing for being who they are. Mm. Climax didn't do that. Didn't they do like a, um, they did the, the making, reun- the, the, reunion they show? tried to, do, and that one bitch truck was, she was touring <laughs> and she had stolen all their shit and yeah. she was trying to do under the name Climax. Yes. I remember that. Fuck her. Um, that was a good. That was a good. It was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Remember they did uh, uh, Kajagugu. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Shout out to VH1 back before VH1 went like reality TV. I miss VH1 Soul yeah, being an yeah. option on a freaking cable box. Well, that's what happens when uh, was it BET? I think BET bought VH1 Soul and turned it into something else. But yeah. I think I think MTV is now might be TV. <laughs> Might be yeah. They, I the only thing I've watched on MTV was a really shitty reality reality show. Not Jersey Shore. Their Floor Bama Shore was just a bunch of weird Southerners. But anyway, that's a totally different conversation. Yeah, but I would I will say, for me, and obviously just my opinion, but climax more than anybody, just because I in late seventies. Can you can you even imagine yeah. what they had to go through? And I think that and that's the key because it's kind of like where in the '90s it makes sense for an all woman group to be on that tip. Climax was doing it without having to say it. No, they were just making music, and they were up against Earth, Wind, and Fire, yeah. and the Isley Brothers, yeah. and Cool and the Gang, yeah. and they, you know that's who they were fucking up against. They were up against the Bee Gees and the Eagles and Word. and Disco and Donna Summer, and you know, and they were still doing it. That's a you great know? choice. I really, so. I really like that choice. That's a solid number. Yeah, one. when when we said we were going to do this list, Climax was like, boom, number one. Okay, See, how knew, do you I? Knew what she was doing. How do I come up with four others? <laughs> you, 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 came so. up, you came up with the ending and then wrote, wrote backwards. That's what yes. you did. That's what you did. <laughs> um, I respect that. That's a great choice. Um, shit, I want. I need all four of those songs in the playlist. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. But we should make a playlist for this as well. So we'll we'll have to listen to it and remember which songs we talked about. I mean, well, I mean, I think. <laughs> you, well, you figure you're going to have to have at least one popular song from every choice. 
I need all four of these. I mean, we could do that. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out. But yeah, that's it, right? That was number one? That's number one. All right, so I guess we'll uh, catch you motherfuckers the next time. And don't forget, give us what you what you would put for your top five. And, and you know, I know Climax is my number one, but just so you guys are aware, if you pick a different number one, you're wrong. <laughs> that's just what the fuck it is. That's a, that's a good way to put it. I respect okay. It. All right. Peace. Peace.